0: You are now entering the thick goddess energy morning show. Me in the building. High priests in the building didn't let my fears kill me. Transmuted my pain and I cleansed in the rain. Found out I was worth it and I conquered my demons. I accepted my purpose and the goddess I became. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's your Thick Goddess Energy Morning Show. And I am your host, Ariana, the quantum energy healer in the building. You know, this is that real ass conversation. I love it when I have an uh, an interview I love it when I have a guest, should I say, not an interview. Um, and I love when we just have open conversations and we're just talking about life and we're talking about the things that we've been through and how that looks and and how it, you know, how it happens um, and just getting through um, life with support. And that's, and this is what this podcast. So thank you to all of you who have, um, who have taken the time to support this podcast, to be an avid listener, to share this podcast with your family, or with your friends. Um, we have over 2000 listens and I am so grateful uh, for those of you who take the time to support it. So thank you, thank you, thank you for coming back. So let's get into it with my special guest today, Katisha Ray. Uh, not only was she... Um, a spiritualist and a tarot reader on uh, in my group on Facebook called Soul Tribe Healers. Um, I've known her for about three years now, and I love watching her path and her growth and just living life. And I feel like she's been one of the people that I've seen that just are showing what a true spiritual journey is and what that looks like, the ups and downs. So let's get into it. All right, we're gonna jump into it with my special guest this morning, Khadija Ray in the building.
1: Yes, I am here in the flesh.
0: <laughs> She's been on my show before, so but for the people who may not have caught you, y'all better go back and watch those
1: other ones. But um go ahead and just tell them a little bit about yourself. So my name is Khadijah. I go by Khadija Ray now. Um I'm a full-time hairstylist. I'm an artist. I've learned I'm an artist. I'm not limited. Um I'm a spiritualist. I I'm still I'm still growing every day. And Khadija Ray is just Khadija Ray. She's just a journey. <laughs> It's, you know, I wanted to, um, I wanted
0: to bring it because I, you know, I, I adore you so much and I've watched you grow like over this past couple years, but I was like, man, she's like really doing her thing. Like, and I think a lot of people can get inspired of just following their heart. Cause I feel like you're just following your heart in everything you do. Ooh. So let's talk a little bit about your spiritualist and the spirituality. What exactly?
1: What, yeah, so what that means? My spiritual journey has been very different. Um, I know I was pushing... To, I've learned that I was pushing to my spiritual journey to get me to these next levels and to get me out of my comfort zone in a lot of ways. Um, y'all know me. If you have seen me before, I, me and spirit, we be fighting. So, <laughs> I um <laughs> as of recently... Well, what some months some months ago I had pulled back from doing the readings and stuff like that. Only because I was battling with some things with myself. Um yeah. right. and I needed to I needed to refine who Khadija is and what she really is supposed to be doing. So with my spiritual journey I've learned that um Once again, I'm not limited. And I started realizing that like, I had became so dependent on these cards for my spiritual gifts. And I had realized like, dang, this stuff is so instilled in me where it's, I tried to block it out for these past months and even like certain stuff would be happening where I'd be talking to people and they'd be like, what, how? And I just say it and I just go away because I've really learned that my relationship with spirit and, who God wants me to be, Spirit God, whoever it is, to you is way more than anything on this physical earth. And I literally had to be stripped away from everything that I felt. Every, literally, what I'm learning is I've been stripped away from everything that I held onto that made me feel like it was going to help me elevate. And right. everything that I, if I held on to it too tight and then realized my bigger purpose and everything, it, it gets snatched away. So, right. so my 30 right. has been it's never ended it's never ended it's never ending, it's never ending. It's never ending. Uh, I don't I don't think it is
0: I think mm-hmm. that's the beauty of it. it it's um there's always these levels you know I call it levels there's all these levels and you get to one and you you think you got it all packed and squared away and then spirit's like oh no that was just that level and here to go the <laughs> next one going- <laughs> right it's like okay you're not done and i I think uh, there's a lot of misconception because when you first come in people make it seem a certain way but we know that's the bunch of the 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 bullshit gurus and people selling quick spiritual fixes and you know all of that stuff because you know this is this is a um your personal journey i don't think spirituality is a team effort as much as people are out here and i think i'm going to talk about that on probably another podcast but it is a personal journey. It's your journey. It's it's who you're finding and who you are goes into that. And I think people forget that because a lot of people in spirituality are trying to find their spirit, but it's like it intertwines with who you came to be in this life. Your identity is a huge part of this, which I think people don't even realize. They're like, uh, wait, what, you know, Um, I laugh at, uh, I laugh now at a lot of the people because you know the the people that are out, they're 5D people and everybody's in 5D and no one's in the 3D and it's like, you're still a person here. You're still in this body. You still have this identity for a reason. You can't forget that. So um i i I believe i i do too. understand the the fact of getting dependent on the cards because after a while spirit will start fucking with you through those cards if you don't know if you guys don't know about tarot cards spirit will actually start to fuck with you in those cards and then your readings are all over the fucking place Mm -hmm. and you're like wait what are you telling me you just
1: told me this like what 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 are you telling me what is this message? Because mm-hmm. we be doing it our own way. I'm telling you, like mm-hmm. literally, doing it our own way.
0: Yeah. So not only that, just coming up with everything that you're doing, but then you hit this fashion show, and I was like, you start modeling, and I'm like, what, what, what happened?
1: Where did this come from? So um, once again, that's the spiritual journey. Like you start to find out things about yourself. It makes you reach deeper. So um, one day randomly, I just had this feeling and I was just like, I I always try to go back to the child me because it's it's that untouched part. So it was like, dang, I got to a place where I was like, what is my dream? Like, what is my dream? Like. Like I said, everything being stripped away. And I'm just like, what is my dream? Like, so one day I had just decided to go to audition. I didn't get put in the show, but it was like, okay. So is you going to let that stop you? Or is that you gonna let this keep making you push? And I'm like, no, this is a dream. I'm going to do it. So I pushed forward, forward with it. And I ended up landing like my first fashion show. And it just blossomed something deeper in me. But what I also learned is like, once again I'm thinking I'm here just to be cute be a model and like really spirit was heading me in another direction because now people are like where are your modeling pictures I'm like I'm still doing it but like some of these things just be puzzle pieces to getting you to the next step so it'd be like now I'm modeling. Now people are like, wait, you ain't doing no fashion shows right now? It's like, no, because it's like, now I didn't hit another wall where I'm like, okay, I know this is where I'm supposed to be, but what do you want me to do with the spirit? Because I'm not about to just be going to fashion shows and fashion shows. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, you know, I know it's a hobby, but I gotta live too. So right, right. modeling that's one of those things I had to tap into that. It was always a dream when I was younger, but tapping into it also just hit, like... It just gave me this different level of confidence that I didn't realize I needed. Um. and it, it just put my head, it made my head higher. Like, I don't know if that sounds, it just put me in a different space that I didn't even realize. Right. I, and it made me like smell myself enough to <laughs> leave my husband. And like, not in a way, right. not in a way to be like, F you man, I'm a model now. It was in a way of, girl, do you see who you are? Girl, do you see your work? Right. So it was like spirit through me modeling, I personally feel like because I needed to see, I knew that I was a beautiful girl. I knew that, but I needed to, ex- I needed to bring it out in a different way because we constantly remember that it's okay to change ourselves. It's okay to reinvent yourself. I'm not gonna be the same Khadija from last year or the year before. So busy, we'd be like, oh no, ain't nobody gonna change me. No, you have to you have to re recreate yourself to elevate. Yep. So yeah. I figured out like, oh, spirit got me in this place to elevate. Then I connect with certain people. You get little messages from certain people. I end up running into this girl who was like my sister. I call her my sister in the modeling world. And I literally just maybe about two, three months ago, I said, oh wow. I went through all these people, all these modeling people to find to meet her. And we mm-hmm. didn't even know. Like some stuff you don't know where spirit leading you, but if you just right don't hit take your path with nobody else noise in the background it just be leading new places so modeling is definitely my baby it's something i wanted to do since i was a child it made me and my girls closer me and my girls was modeling together we do uh-huh, i saw that yes <laughs> and it just it was so it's something that really brought joy to us and right. now in the process of we want to do our own shows. We want to set our own uh, modeling shows. So that's the next step. Me and my friend doing classes and we want to get to the point where we're doing our own fashion shows so we can put our standard on the world. <laughs> I I love it. I love
0: it. You know, the whole thing is networking when you Net. are, when you're networking in different avenues, you meet different people. And sometimes what I've seen is you'll meet people and, and maybe don't understand the why's when you meet them, but later on it, then those puzzle people puzzle pieces that you talk about will start to fit together and you're like oh shit this person knows this and that person knows that and that person is in that industry and oh shit you know and it's just down the line of oh man you know oh um like creating that uh not a catalog but you know creating that phone book list
1: basically of people and network of of what you're going to do
0: Mm-hmm. No
1: matter what, we do need each other. Like, we need each other. It literally. And then, like, Madeline led me into, well, I've always been a writer, but Madeline, because that I've, I opened up that, like, that artist in me and I made sure I keep developing, it threw me back to writing. So then, right. writing threw me into, oh, shoot, I think I want to do my own poetry event. So then, that birthed Poetic Erotica with my partner, Jay. And right. um, it's just so never ending. That's why I'm just like, I keep saying like i gotta be on the right path even on the hard days it's like i, I must be on the right path because stuff is just a lie. but you know life be life still be life and
0: <laughs> i mean but that's that's a part of it you know um the you know the whole thing is the journey you know everyone is 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 focused on the destination right most people are focused on when i get there when i get there everything's going to be okay but the the biggest pieces of your journey are the every day everything that you're doing every experience every person every every person you talk to um and i was gonna say about that because i remember when you started doing reading some of your poems and stuff on like tiktok and stuff how did that feel because me also as a as a fellow writer putting your stuff out there is huge
1: it's so (laughs) huge and people like you know with dealing with tiktok and stuff you really have to be strong and what what are and what you want because the likes don't be adding up. And you be like, I know my stuff is legit. Like y'all got me messed right. up, but you that just goes back to being comfortable with who you are and just knowing that long as it touched that one person or long as it healed me, like it's released. And right. like, you just got to understand that you are going to attract who's for you. So just because they don't bite it, don't mean, and then just because people don't like it, don't mean they're not watching. Because I'm telling you, people be like, right. I been see you. And I always hit them like, what, you don't like my shit? Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. Knowing damn well
0: they watch this shit, it takes yeah. nothing to hit the like button.
1: <laughs> it matters so much to us. Like as creators, it matters so much to us, but... It's cool. We know we on the right path. We just gonna let y'all be spectators. I guess. Right.
0: I tell people all the time. It's like, I get that you guys are watching and you're silently watching and you know, whatever, whatever. But yeah, those comments and likes are everything. That little emoji, just that little emoji will do everything for someone that you like. If you're watching their shit, that means you like they shit. (laughs) Like, stop and just do that and I'm just always trying to tell people that like look support your people I, I think that's one of the biggest ones that we all realize at that point of of like we're not going to have the support that we need in the stuff that we're doing especially in the beginning most people come after like oh shit like the, you know right. really doing some shit you know <laughs> I hate that. It's like that though. I will say that pisses me off that people wait until they think you're doing so good and it's where they can try to get in on your success. I do think that's a culture shit that we have to change and be those ones. Again, it takes nothing to share your friend's post to Mm. share your friend's business. You know, we talk about this shit all the time. I, you know. I feel like there are certain women that are strong and confident in themselves and can help build each other up, but there are so many women out here that are so fucking insecure. They won't share your shit out to save their life. And it's just one of those things I'm always like, think about that. If if that's you and you think about yourself and you see somebody's shit, you don't share it out, you don't like it, why? Ask yourself the whys behind it because we should be able to truly be like supportive with each other and help each other, you know. But that lack mindset that there's not enough, like we all gotta be in competition, it's like, no, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. Oh. <laughs> so I, I mean, every time I come across yours, I'm always liking, I'm always liking your uh, our- uh, post. <laughs> It I have to I'm, I'm a supporter and I support those who support me also um I don't just support the people who don't support me so if you're someone and it's not to be petty but if you're someone who don't ever like my shit or share my shit out don't expect me to share your like,
1: shit out. I'm just saying like
0: <laughs> my daughter told me she was like but isn't that a little petty and I was like no <laughs> it's not petty because I know you
1: <laughs> see my shit yeah you have to. It's and that's something I've been learning too. It's very, very important. You have to. You have to be careful where you place your energy, because yeah. you end up being frustrated with yourself. Like, dang, I'm giving this person so much and they give me nothing. Like, you shouldn't be in that place of confliction with yourself. So, if I got to be conflicted with supporting you, I ain't gonna do it
0: right 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 yeah it, especially if you know if you know you're a big uh supporter and if you know you're a big uh person who networks um then you know you're not going to have you're going to look at things a little bit differently about okay who i who I share that energy, who I'm putting that time in, and then the time that I do have, which is limited, I'ma focus on the people who who support me. I agree on the 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 time I do have. My time is limited. So I feel like when I'm on social media and I'm taking a little moment to kinda try to share the love, I'm a I'ma share it with the people who mean. You know what I mean? Like the there's some, there's a meaning behind that because it's like, why, why just be liking people shit just for nothing? It's like, yeah, no. Um, it's kind of sad the, the way things are um, but I just hope more people start to switch out of that and find that um, to get out of the jealousy get out of the bullshit and be more supportive of their friends and family um, if you'll spend that you know shit $40 on a shirt that you know some name brand person but you won't spend $40 for your friend that's making a shirt crazy right. <laughs> I just don't understand stuff like that. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know. Um, but now I wanted to talk a little bit about um just your cause you had you were with your husband a, a while. You guys were together for
1: since you were young, right? Yes. I was with him since I was fifteen years old. Um Man, we were together for a long time. We were together at least for like 15 years, married for 11. Yeah, yeah. Our vows, we even had our vows renewed on the seventh year. And you know, um, sometimes you just hold on for so long and you try to make things work because once again, you got society, you got people, you know, people watching. And I really loved him, like that, that was my, That was my person, you know, for all I knew. Like, that's who I was spending the rest of my life with. But once again, as we learn and we grow and you start to realize that everything doesn't have to be for a lifetime, like they make it seem. Some things are for lessons. Some things just come to make you stronger. And I kind of overstayed in that position um, because I loved him, even though right now he don't feel like I love him the way I left. But I have of me and my kids enough to be like, this is not healthy. Right. When we were younger, it was more so, we were more so abusive towards each other. And then we kind of got over that phase. And as we got older, it just was more, I had learned to not be so combative. And then as we got older, it just became more verbal. And I just got to a point where the last, my last week at that house, I just was like, we gonna kill each other. Yeah. And it's... It's crazy that it's... <sighs> It's crazy to be with somebody that long and have to grow apart, but it was so many things happening where I just knew like, girl, if you stay here, you're not going to, you're not, it's it's messed up to say it like this, but you're not going to be nothing. Like, you're not going to be nothing. Your kids going to be in these dark places forever. Like, the house had become so dark. That's why, like, I couldn't even do readings there no more. Like, I was introduced to my readings in the same house, but then it had came to a place where I couldn't even barely do readings in my own home because I had lost this level of peace and people like you know well y'all gonna work it out like learn to when you know you need to leave somebody don't look for nobody else opinions don't look right. for nobody else to justify why you leaving why you doing right. it just know that if you wear and it's conflicting with who you are and who you trying to be it's time to go and it was a it's, it was a hard place to be, but them last two days I had no I had no choice in the matter. I even, I had even left, came back. I heard Spirit say thirty days, give it thirty days. i was supposed I was supposed to not go back, but I went back out of habit. Cause you like I need his help. I got all these four kids with him. Like I need him in my mind. I needed him, so I went back. Not even a whole two weeks later, I ended up having to leave again. And spirit was like 30 days. Like, I heard it again. And I was so scared. Thankfully, I got the family, my my sisters, you know, they open arms. I wanted to go to the shelter. I didn't want to be no burden on nobody. Here in Detroit, no shelters was available. I only wanted the shelter because I'm a hairstylist and reporting income is hard. So I was like, if I can get in the shelter, I know I can get a place for me and my kids. The shelter just... I would call every day, They nobody, no shelter was working. So lived with my sister for a minute. And like, when I say, when you decide to listen, like spirit literally guides your steps because I even was working this job. I was still a hairstylist. I was working a night job because I was like, I need a paper trail. I need to be approved for a place. Even if we get a two bedroom, like we gonna make it work. I sleep in the front room. Right. <laughs> Man, so I ended up getting to a place where the second job was so much for me. Like I was, I had ended up leaving cause my daughter was sick and I quit the job, even though I knew I was supposed to have been quit the job. Like spirit kept trying to show me like, girl, I got you, but we <laughs> see one of things our own way. And I had, right. quit the- cause I was so tired. I even tried to go back to the job the next day <laughs> and was like, um, I ended up couldn't find my keys. It was just everything was happening. And Spirit right. kind of, kind of show me like, you don't need that job. So then I'm just looking defeated like, man. But eventually that next day when I kept hearing Spirit like, you don't need that job. And I'm like, well, how am I gonna find a place? Like I have to find right. a place. So we cannot sleep in my sister house no longer. So literally that day, literally like days before the 30 days, a couple of days before it, um, one of my clients walked in here and she was like, Khadija, I'm leaving my house, and I said, what house? And she was like, my family house. She was like, I moved into a condo. She's like, so I'm about to um, put it on the market and rent it out. I said, mind you, this the next day after I quit the job. I looked at her, I said, girl, I will rent your house. She was like, are you sure? She was like, she didn't know I had left my husband. And she was like, oh, that'd be so great. I wanted, you know, a family to live in there. I said, wait, (laughs) I said, (laughs) I'm not with him no more but I would love to rent your house. And she you know, she was nervous cause she didn't know about her neighbors, but I was thinking like this gotta be God ordained because she was like, she wasn't gonna tell me. And I'm like, mm. you did. And you know, she told me, she told me to rent. I told her like, don't give me no favoritism. Like whatever you was gonna put it on the market for, I will figure it out. Like I know spirit got me. Right. So she gave me that house literally within that, on that 30 day mark, I literally moved into that house. So that's why I'm like, Sometimes we really, really want to see things our own way. And I just know like these past years since COVID, since I was pushed into my spiritual journey, every step of the way, like everything was on purpose by purpose. Because you can't tell me like somebody who I know, if I would have to go, if she would have put that house on the market like she was going to and I would have had to go through a leasing company, I wouldn't have been approved for that place. And it's just right. being It's right. just feel like it's hard out here. So for me to be able to literally land, now mind you, I'm thinking I'm about to have to put my babies in a two-bedroom, live in the living room. Literally landed a four-bedroom house with a basement, with a full yard for my kids to play in. The neighbors don't bother me. We ain't got no issues. Like, literally, camera systems around the house. The lady then gave me full furnished house. She didn't let beds in the house, stoves in the house, refrigerators. Oh, wow. I need... Everything I needed and I had told Spirit I needed, like Spirit, I already know, but I said it with my mouth just because sometimes Spirit like, you know, a little reassuring. And uh like literally all, everything fell in line. So anybody listening to this who's going through a, anybody who's going through a crazy situation or you need to make a choice and you know that your, your process, your growth is dependent on it, literally do it. When nobody else understands, just do it. I've had to even learn to like, not even tell everybody my business. As much as I love to talk, I love to talk. So I don't mind, I'm real yeah. true. i tell you anything you wanna know. People be like, well, what happened the last two days? And I yeah. like, well, this, this, and that. <laughs> like, you know, it's, you know, but some stuff you just have to, some things we have to do alone. And I knew like, when I came to that place where I was like, yeah, I'm done. It didn't matter what nobody else had told me, said, you know, try to push through. No, it was time to go. So when right. you hear it, move. Like that's been my cause it makes it worse for you. I I it mean, you know, a lot of people
0: stay for all the wrong reasons too. Mm-hmm. And um that is the biggest main you know, one of the main things we deal in the tarot community is yeah. love and relationships. Everybody know I hate it. <laughs> Love and relationships is like the biggest thing. And that's like the constant conversation, which, you know, I do more guidance counseling than fucking tarot because Mm -hmm. of the constant. And it is, it's a lot of it is all the wrong reasons to stay in a situation. And I get trying to get therapy, trying to get help, those Mm -hmm. things, trying to work on it. I get all of that. But at some point, when do you you say, you know what, maybe we've outgrown each other? Because a lot of times evolution is going to happen. Some people don't want to change, though. Some people don't want to grow. And a lot of us, I've talked about this on a lot of different podcasts about coming up from dysfunctional families. All of this shit that we think is right. After a while, if through healing and growth, you start to say, this shit ain't normal. Mm-hmm.
1: This isn't. This isn't what life is supposed to be. No, you know, people and then people be saying for the children, they be like, I'm gonna stay because my kids, you know, they need a father. When I tell (laughs) y'all, my kids didn't need none of that, none of that. Like, my kids literally, it was one point where he came back, like, back around because he only really interested in trying to be with me, he don't even care. Yeah, that part is a whole nother story. But my kids, they literally broke down because they thought I was gonna take their dad back. And I was like, wait, why are y'all in here sad? What's happening? And my right. son is transparent when he's like, well, Micaiah saw you outside talking to dad last night. So he, she thinking, and I'm like, oh no, like y'all don't have to worry about that. Right. But I was like, for so long, I stayed thinking like, oh, I need help with the kids. Oh, I need this or I need that. Not even, your mind plays so many tricks on you that you don't even realize like, right. when need it. Right. And my baby's like, they the so it
0: the yes. kids see it the kids are not oblivious they no. feel it they see it it's kids it. know when they are loved and appreciated, and they feel it when it's not that so to sit and, and, and make that excuse like because I, I did it too i stayed with my daughter's father way longer than what i should have it was just like and then it was just like what the fuck are we doing like what we, we don't even like each other. Why are we together? What So our kid, both of us, I feel like that statement of, yeah, they do need their father, but the father has the opportunity to be in their life. You don't gotta be with the father for the father to be a father. Mm-mm. You can be a father to your children without being with the mom. You guys can co-parent, and I get so irritated with people who cannot co-parent because they would rather worry about the the person versus the kids. And my daughter's father was like that too. He wasn't interested in being a father. He was interested oh. in my business, and, and so- that hurt yeah so it would it would be like you're not even calling for her. you calling to see what the fuck I got going on. And that was a big thing. you know, even to this day, my daughter's 26. do you think she has a relationship with her father? No when he does talk to her, guess who he asked about. You still ask him what I'm doing. That's crazy to me. You're not asking her what she likes to do. Your fucking grandkids that you have. <laughs> like, like what? You, you're not asking anything. You still asking don't. her how your mom's doing. What? That don't even fucking make no sense. But don't and i have seen this. And so women on our side then make that decision. Like no, nah, fuck that. You're you're not a father regardless. You're not stepping into your own shoes. Mm-hmm. And um and I look back at it like. I was I was okay being a mom without having to deal with the baby daddy all up in my shit, all up in my all up in my face. And I got to raise my daughter in the way that I felt to raise her, you know. I just tell women don't not let love back into your life. Ooh, and that's that. the hard part. <laughs> because <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Especially when the father is not in, because I know with me, I had this fear that another man would come in and she'd get used to him and he would break her heart, you know, leave. And so I didn't wanna break my daughter's heart like that. So you sacrifice love. But I'm like, no, that's not the way to go because now, you know, my daughter, my goddaughter, which I raised her, they're like, I never showed them what love looks like. They didn't learn that from me. I never showed them that. And I look back like, you know what, damn.
1: Maybe I should have let love in. Ugh, that, you know? It's such a hard place because like you said, you can't. I, and when I left, I was like, F love. Right. Then, right. You can't be like that. You know, having male companion is it's nice. And I like, I like dates. I like going out. Right. So, and on top of that, I've never been a single adult. So I left. Right. I like, Ding. girl, you've never been in the world. Like you've never. Right. Teenager and I was married. Like, I've never, I was a teenager, I had kids, I ain't never had life with no kids, I ain't never had, never had life with no right. man. Not no man. So I was like, okay, you're not gonna give up on love. And then, even with that part, you still have to be very, very careful because you're still healing. Yeah. And you tend to, they might not be just like the person you just left, but it's certain things where, very close well, still settle. Yeah, you still settle, like, oh, it's okay if he lived with his mama, you know, <laughs> he's working on it. Like, you know, sis, like, right. or it's okay he in between jobs, He like, no, like, is this right. the same patterns you was just dealing with? Don't right. do it. like, I find right. myself, I find myself because I'm such a nurturer and I don't mind nurturing and I had nurtured him for so long. I find myself like, I have to stay away from the men who I'm like, oh, he don't got it all together. But like, no, this, like, no. He don't want to, he don't want to the time, he don't want to put in the work. A guy lately, late recently was like, you're selfish. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, you can call it what you want, but that's because, you know, you made a plan. You didn't continue on the plan. You made another plan. You didn't follow through on the plan. Call it what you want. Right, right. Like, you learn. <laughs> it's like a new level of learning, your, learning yourself. Cause now I'm like learning myself in this dating world. Cause like I said, I told myself like, I'm too young to be giving up on love. So that's right. that yeah, right. it, so. I it's like me finding this new balance which is cool for me because i've come across some dope people where i'm like you're super cool and it don't always be about a love connection sometimes it just end up being like this network where you be like oh right I my circle like okay i like that right. and, um, but you have you still have to be so careful because i have to constantly remind myself like remember you're still healing because it's certain things that still triggers me so mm-hmm once again i i've learned if i put too much into somebody's spirit is most likely going to take it away <laughs> that's just me I, yeah. I learned and it, it just is what it is and i had a guy where i really liked them but like i said i said i started seeing signs real fast i said oh yeah i can't do this i can't so my biggest advice in the dating world is date don't you be stuck with one person have you a Jim, James, and John. Like, and like, and whoever. (laughs) Be honest, like, because you have to date. You have to, it's me relearning what I like. I don't even know what I like. Like, I don't know. Do I like them? Do I like them tall? Do I like them, like, you don't know. And then you end up realizing, like, even that surface stuff don't matter. Like, you reach people deeper and I find myself like, Oh, he would never been my type, but his spirit, his soul, like oh, that's right. I think dating
0: is about that giving people chances that you probably normally wouldn't have even dated. You wouldn't have even had that chemistry. Some of the some of the main conversations I have with women is because they're so closed off to dating. It's like you just want to jump into love, you want to jump into marriage. And I understand that because I'm a wife at heart. I'm I'm going to take care of my man. If I'm if I'm into you and I love you, I want to make sure you fed. I want to make sure that you write, you know? <laughs> um. mean. I want to make sure that you're good, your mental status, all of that. So I get that concept of like, yeah, I have, I'm a wife and I want that. But there's also things that you can learn about dating. You know, you can have fun on dating, go and date. And a lot of women are so closed off to dating. It's like, they just want that, that next person. I'm like, that's, that's not the way In, in this day and age, you have to be able to date because people are not, not just ready for marriage. They're not just running off with you. There's mm. just way too much social media and all this other craziness.
1: You actually need to get to know people. <laughs> you need to spend that <laughs> I'll, time. I'd be like, "See, I need to know you for four seasons," and they'd be right. like, "What?" Like, like I give every guy the same spiel. I tell them I don't deal with possession. I said, I came from a very possessive relationship and I didn't realize I was in a possessive relationship. So I don't deal with possession. So if you think I'm your property, it's not gonna work. Right, it's not gonna work. Second <laughs> no off, I, I'm dating. So I'm dating. That means I might go on a date with you today and you might right. see me date tomorrow. Like, and it's not me trying to be funny, but it's me being honest. I'm dating. Right, right. And if- I tell them and I encourage you to too. Like date. Right. Because dating
0: uh, doesn't mean exclusive. Dating means I am put myself on the market. And I'm looking at my options. Now, if you start dating someone and you guys say, "Okay, we want to be exclusive, that's something that's different. But I end up having to explain this to people like dating does not mean this person is yours. Dating does not mean that all of a sudden you're the only one. Mm -hmm. Someone who's dating is actively dating. You need to walk in like this person probably got five people in their phone right now, you know. Mm -hmm talking to them okay and you can't think you're the only one in this person's phone in the beginning and it's like crazy to me how many people don't get this it's like like if dating is just oh we meet and now we're gonna run off into the sunset wait what you don't even know this person
1: and on top of that like i don't care what he says like if they're dating they're dating too they just don't know how to be as sometimes they don't know how to be as i don't know. They don't know how to
0: be honest.
1: I've literally probably only came across two guys who were very who were able to be honest about them dating, like right, right. What I'm doing? Most guys they go around circles about it. Like, well, I I, I talk to girls, but you know, like I'm interested. Like, sorry, you don't gotta run game with right, me, cause baby, I'm the game. <laughs>
0: so if it's you like, real- also, you're not talking to anyone that you're really interested in, is what you're telling me. Yeah, like um, <laughs> can you be clear? sir? I'd be like, can you be clear? <laughs> Because you say, "Are you single?" They're like, "Yeah," because none of none of the people you talk to, you're claiming, okay. But okay. are you fucking anybody? You know, you gotta <laughs> ask some questions. You gotta live have sex with anybody? How
1: what? How long ago? And people lie, they lie. So that's why don't even put yourself in them positions half the time. Get to know. Them- You everything you need to know. Definitely in four seasons, have them make it out of two weeks. So Nope. (laughs) Nope. And I and I'm like,
0: the the ones that are patient, give them a chance because Mm -hmm. if if someone is like pressuring and pushing and of course we know sex is sex sex doesn't last so if if you let sex be the option that's might what you what you will end up being is that sex option for that person you can't get mad at that either it's kind of like dating is dating but you gotta flow with it but I think you can have a lot of fun um, dating okay. like you know I've had a lot of fun dating then I'll, I'll stop like I stopped this past couple of years to just do some <sighs> healing. <laughs> yeah. I realized I have a broken heart and, um, the last person just added to that broken heart. So, uh, especially this past year, I have just been taking to to really get into my heart space because I'm a lover, you know, mm-hmm. I'm someone who loves, I love deeply. Um, yeah. and so when you know that, when you when you do have a broken heart, it's probably not best for you to be out there um, trying to date or especially fall in love. At least don't be out there oh. trying to run off into the sunset because it's not gonna work. You gonna almost you're gonna, got caught and I was like, girl, bad! Don't you do
1: that! Don't do that! <laughs>
0: I do plan to get back out in the dating scene next year though. Next year I plan to get back out cuz I feel like I will have uh gone through the things that I need to do to to get my heart space back together, you know, cuz it's rough. Love can be love can be hurtful. Love can be harsh. Um and sometimes people don't love you in the way that you love them. Love is is so different. It's not I don't think there's no one way to love. People all have their love language and some people just don't know how to love. And it sucks,
1: <laughs> it can suck. And they can think they know how to love, but they don't, you know, and it, it hurts. Oh, yeah. So like, you gotta be careful with your heart space because like I said, I like, yeah. I almost, I almost fell too fast, but then I had, I thankfully I'm just so aware of what journey I'm on that I just was like, right. you gotta let right. that go. like. Even if it sounds, you know. And then pay attention to how, when you decide to let people go, how they treat you, the things they say to you. When you do this, be honest and be like, well, you know, I decide not to do this. The things they say to you, like, you know, to call selfish, like, just because I chose to be like, "Mm, I'm not worth that. Like, you know, like, you have to watch the things people say to you, the things people do to you. Like, yeah, the sex might... And then you got to be careful because like she just said, like, you might be sexing, but you got to remember, like... That's might be how y'all started. Like we grown, right. like people do shit. So you might just be sexing and that just might be that. If you if right. you didn't sexing type of relationship, you need to make that man take you on a date first and date you the way that you want to be dated if you know that, right. that, that putting yourself in that position is what's going to take you to this other level of feeling like you're entitled to that person. Oh, yeah. Cause That's it's lust and love. Yeah are two different
0: things and men can have sex without feelings you women we at this point in 2023 we should all understand this men can have sex with no fucking feelings at all they can have sex with you and they don't even like your ass okay (laughs) Women, we we do things differently than men and we have got to understand this when you are dating. So I, I did get like really of, I've been very protective of my heart, probably overly guarded in this life. Um, and then now I understand that more of needing to make sure that I am very cautious of who I allow in my heart space. Of course, shit changes and you never know what's going to happen. But in the beginning, especially, that's where you have that, do I really is this person really worth letting them into into my space I see a lot of people who just want to be in love and I get it because it feels so good to be in those emotions but in those little temporary emotions doesn't mean that it's going to last have yeah. some honest conversations with people ask them about their political party and ask them how you know they would raise their children because chances if you could have a kid by this person <laughs> you know there's you're if, you know, exactly no. <laughs> You're opening up some doors. Ask them how their 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 relationship to their parents. I'm sorry if I meet a man that has mother issues, we're not dating. I'm sorry, we're not dating on a on a serious level because I am not about to help you heal your mother issues. And don't you know? don't
1: fool yourself and say that don't matter because it matters. My ex had horse. Yes. They have a yeah. The it balance matters. matters. Okay. <laughs> It's not healthy. Yeah.
0: Some so, men, some men who abuse women have anger towards their mother. Mm-hmm. In a conversation, you can get that all in a conversation. And the thing about it is, we've, and I'm a healer. And so I understand now looking at my path that there was a lot of people who came into my life that weren't coming that I shouldn't have dated. They weren't coming to me for those reasons. They actually were coming to my life because they needed help. And, If i would have known that about myself if i had you know had just had a little bit more experience i wouldn't have dated them and let them into my bed or let them into my heart space in that way i'd have just helped them what i was supposed to be doing right and then they would have been able to carry on on their journey but you don't realize that and a lot i have to tell a a lot of people sometimes as you're a healer you're going to have a lot of broken people men and women come to you you have to discern who this person is for you
1: Man, I'm telling you, I like, and this kind of personal, but like that is so like on point because the guy I was having sex with him, and it was times where I would have sex with him, and I would notice like my body, like I'm like, dang, why do I got lower back pain or why right. I was. And I even told him once upon a time, and I had told, and I had came up with this while I was talking to him. I said, you know, I just realized that, like, you know, I'm placed in some people's life for reasons, for seasons, like. And I told him, but he used to think it was so funny. But i like, call me a male companion. I said because sometimes I'm not really here for like all the other stuff. I'm just here to just be that, be that person in the space with you. And I've, and I said, I told him like, and I've accepted that, like it sounds crazy to some people if I say it to some people they'd be looking at me like what and I'm like no I'm just right. what I am and it's okay like for right, right now this is my life like I'm placed around some people and I'm just there to just we just talking we just we, we just birthing new things out of ourselves mm-hmm. and like I said, some of the relationships you build and when you learn to take that, oh, I want this person and oh, I want, and put that friendship on it, like you can meet some amazing people. Like for instance, me and my partner with Poetic Erotica, Jay, like I'm pretty sure we both, when we first started, we was thinking like, hmm, but right. we switched and the, the dynamic switched really fast to a business type of relationship. And it right. was like, I'm glad we didn't like, whoo. Right. push into ooh let's be this and that and I didn't catch these feelings like who you talking you know right. it would have been something that can, is like that is growing so big already that we haven't even had the first thing we would have ruined a whole situation that was meant to be but right. not in thought it was meant to be. Right. I have a, a, a friend like that
0: where I actually still know him to this day. I met him like five years ago. And when we met, we met on a dating site. But in the conversation, we both had this love for writing. And so... And before, before we even let it get anywhere, like we really didn't do anything. We didn't do anything sexual. So we decided to write together. And that was one of the best choices that we did. I have an unpublished book that we wrote together. It still needs some finishing touches. I'm, I'm gonna do it, but it's it's just one of those things. Like, again, if you start to get into this place to understand, um, you'll start to see why someone's coming into your life. It's not necessarily the romanticism or that you're supposed to hook up with this person. I mean. Yeah, we had that first initial like oh you know but then when we talked it was like oh shit you know there's this whole other level of why we're being you know put into our lives and that's he had horrible anger issues with women and then when he met me I was still like fuck men you know what I mean when he met me I was still like I don't need a man for shit like that was my mindset and I was like that for a long time because again I had a lot of I had a lot of anger in my heart, especially because the way my baby daddy and the way he didn't show up for my daughter. And there was a lot of anger there. Um, My own father of him not being there. So there was a lot of daddy issues on my side, you know, from and I hadn't healed at that point. So if we would have got together, that shit would have tragically fucking crashed and burned because one he probably would have put his hands on me and that would have been the end because I'm just not that woman. I don't have that, like that, the, the, um, that seeing people fight and stuff. I don't have it in me just to sit back, you know, and just like take it. There's something in me because I saw my dad, you know, put hands on my mom. I saw my mom put hands on my dad. I grew up in a very violent home. So I can't take that stuff, that that stuff. It does something to me. Um, and so whenever I would meet some a guy that would show that aggression, I would leave him. I would stop talking to him cold turkey I would be like oh yeah no we're not doing this because I can't take that so meeting I- him that was, was like it was the best decision we did to just be friends and, and, and help each other right and we're still friends to this day and that's the point I tell people like you weren't you sometimes like you weren't supposed to date this person. This person was meant to come into your life. But we have this societal thing that says, oh, you meet this person, you're attracted, be with them. But spirits like, no, I didn't guide them to you for that reason. That's why you see somebody then afterwards go and marry the next person. They were for you. And people are so
1: mad, like, oh, I put all this time and effort into the person. Well, that's what you were supposed to do. And if you would be wise. <laughs> and take your lessons and your blessings (laughs) versus trying to take an L, then you will get to the next level too. Right.
0: You would see why. Cause I've seen that. And I was, I was, and I would see that like somebody I had a do one time. Um, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's multiple dudes that I, you know, dated and they went off, but there was one particular one that was like, right after me and him fucking around, he like had this girl and he, she was, you know, putting her all on social media. He was all in love and it was just like, damn, like what the fuck, you know, like, And I had to, and it hit me and it hit my ego. It didn't hit nothing but my ego. It was all my ego that was hurt. Even though he was a piece of shit. (laughs) Like, why did I really give a fuck? You know, he he did drugs. It was like, why did I really care? What was the real point? But it it bruised my ego to think that somebody wouldn't want me. You know what I mean? Like it bruised my ego. And that's what we have to take that step back and know, what's your ego? Because a lot of us women are sitting in shitty-ass situations because of our ego. We don't want to feel like we lost. We don't want to feel like um, you know, like um, we got to feel... We talk about men. We talk about men and their ego
1: but we do the same shit as women. <laughs> literally because what I have learned too is a lot of times the men like you said they do stuff emotionalist so they've been and walked away a lot of us women we tend to reach back out like how you doing like mm-hmm. I'm telling every time give it 30 days you I'm looking 30 days is my magic number like, <laughs> 30, <laughs> like you know
0: we've all asked that question women, 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 women will say like well why does he keep coming back because you let him you let him that's and why you think he
1: loves you more because he keep coming back and half the time, sometimes they don't be coming back. We be going to get them, and we just don't want to be honest with ourselves, right? Because you can text him, and now he's like, "Oh, I got a window of opportunity. Let me, let me slide by, let me back in." Now you feeding his ego. Now you got him all pumped up over there. But then us, we feed our ego. Like, see, he' back though. That's your ego, That's girl. Your- like, he really not you. You wouldn't got him, sis. <laughs>
0: It's like, just take it because take it and move, move on. But we as women have to check our own egos too. Ooh. we got to look in the mirror and, and ask ourselves, because again, some people coming into your life, it's not for you to screw and be with. They're coming to you because for whatever purpose that is, but we don't discern that. We just automatically were attracted. Let's be with this person. And then it doesn't work anyway. It's just like, that's not what you were supposed to come into my life for and I think once we do the whole sex and emotions we fuck shit up once yeah. you add all that they didn't add these layers of shit that it's just like
1: because <sighs> don't let it be good you really messed up <laughs> <laughs> we women know yeah we that know d- we- if that if D I- is too good <sighs> yeah I, and a lot of the times it's just being honest with ourselves like I find right. myself like I literally be having, like I, I, like I said, I've stopped the point where I, I don't really reach to people for answers as much anymore. And right. I, like, I like socializing. So of course I'm very transparent. I always talk to people about myself, but I've learned to get an answer within myself first. Right. I be having to be real hard on myself. Like I literally be hard on myself, like hard on myself. Like talk to myself, like girl, you know better. Like mm-hmm. I check, I check myself before I check any or right. any else, anything or anybody. Even, even when it lately, when it comes to my kids and handling stuff. Because sometimes I notice, like, if I'm fussing, it's really a deeper root because it ain't really what they just did. It's really right. so. Literally, I find right. myself so much self-evaluation where I'm in my room, like literally. If I'm, if am even if I'm in there crying and hyperventilating, I'm in there like get through your thoughts, Khadijah, because it's it's just right. all the process and the journey and you just have to be willing to go through it, to take it, to accept it because you yeah. um, don't want to accept our shit and like, right. we not perfect. Just like them people who hurt you ain't perfect, you not perfect. Right, so. right.
0: I, I, You know what, it's crazy because on this path, I think that's something that you eventually get to because I don't call people for romantic advice. I don't, you know, I, I have really close people I have a best friend I don't call nobody like hey girl what you think no the worst thing you can do is call people and add them to your relationship (laughs) they're going to be biased they're going to be biased no matter how much they like the person you're dating they will constantly they will be biased and it definitely if you talking to someone who's hurt because I look back on me as a hurt woman and I was like man I used to give some horrible advice man what all my advice was
1: the second you start complaining, leave that motherfucker. Like that was my advice. I say don't ask me for relationship advice. I have I said anything you ask me is gonna be leave. I said right. can't leave. I said leave, leave. <laughs> don't ask Khadija nothing. All Khadija got is leave. So I'm not I'm not reliable for that. I'm, I said the place I'm in, I cannot give nobody no relationship advice. I stand on that. I can't. Cause my yeah. my you don't feel good in there. Leave. <laughs> right, that's what I used to be like. Why the fuck are you still there? Leave, you unhappy? Leave. They
0: ain't you right? Leave. And leave. it didn't matter who you were, male or female, I'd be like, leave. leave. And then I, I, I realized that, you know, that was horrible advice because, being everybody's situation is so different. So sitting in my path now, you know, being the spiritual advisor in the the guide, it's like now I it's more of coaching. Like, did you go through the steps? Do you guys go through the steps? Is this person abusive? Is this person, you know, there's a lot of questions that go into a session with the person that made made me realize just how different everybody's life is. And you just can't just be, everybody can't just believe because it's not then sometimes you're just running from shit. But um, when it comes to like personal people, I know I'm not answering questions for them. It's like, I'm not the person to call. I'm still not the person to call because I'm someone who wants to give you solutions. So it's just like, I'm going to try to give you solutions to your problem. I'm not the person who wants to hear about your shit. You're not calling me about your baby daddy every day. You're not calling me every week about the same shit. I don't want to hear that shit. You want a solution to your problem? I, I can help you find that. Other than that, I'm like, call somebody
1: else. <laughs> call somebody else. I'm telling you, I go dead silent. Like Right now, I'm just a listening post because I'd be like, man, that's messed up. Yeah, you really should think about can value <laughs> I, can't, I can't have those conversations. I have nothing. I have nothing because I've learned that that's really something for you. Whatever y'all going through in y'all relationship, that's really for y'all right. to figure out. It's right. for you to decide if you need to leave because guess what? I'm not there dealing with that mess. You dealing with that right. mess. You know how it feel. Cause I might be from the outside, looking into your relationship like, y'all look pretty happy to me. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> i like, oh, it looks right. better than what I'm going through. Oh, at least you, y'all got a big, nice house. He pay your bills. I don't even right. know that. Oh, he over there doing this and this and that. You know what I mean? Oh, so uh-huh. people don't tell you everything. They tell, it be a one-sided story. So yep. don't ask Khadijah. Don't ask Khadijah. Don't ask her. <laughs>
0: it is It is. they don't tell you everything and a lot of people don't tell you what they've done in a situation There's always the other person the other person is always a piece of shit you know but then they're all but then you see because I, I see it I see clients all the time that you know and then it, it's like constant shit talking and then you see the all oh, the love of my life and I, I'm so happy and post on their post nuts like y'all do you <laughs> like if it wasn't for me doing this for a living i don't have these conversations with people i know because even like with with my with my kids if you're if you're wrong you're wrong there's no you're not going to come to me and complain um and then expect me to be on your side so if you come and complain and tell me some shit i am be like you know what you were wrong for that and i've I had to tell my you know my kids that a lot of times like that's not how it works <laughs> like you know i'm not just gonna jump on your side you're not just always right no you're a fucking asshole maybe you need to go and apologize in your
1: damn Situation, because sometimes I be like I am not right. That's why. That's how I be knowing. I be like, ooh, I still need to be healed. <laughs> I'll be yeah. like, oh, you should not that's be. Right. Re- you
0: situation. start to realize, like, yeah, I'm not. in In the last five years, I've really only messed with one person. You know, um, really only one. There's been like a cute, a few mm-hmm. like. Convo's, but only one, and it made me realize just still how hurt I was and how much triggers I still had, and it made me realize like, fuck, I don't want to, you know, grow old and be in this fucking bitter ass energy, you know, calling in the same type of guy, you know, it's just like it can't be that this
1: is the only men available out, you know what I mean? it Can't be. It's what we attract, and it's just you gotta put yourself on a different Mm mm-hmm way like it's no other way but to put you don't
0: realize when you say you attract what you are and something like well I'm not a cheater I'm not this and I'm like that's not what that means it means you're gonna attract what's in your heart space so if you feel like you can't trust yourself you will get untrustworthy people. If you are mad at yourself, like you hate yourself on some levels, you will get distant people. They're not they're not representing your true character because you haven't even found your true character. And one of the biggest things is self-trust. We lose self-trust every time we let somebody cheat on us every time we let someone beat on us every time we let someone back into our life that tore us down we then lose trust for self every time we do that and people don't realize that so it's like your heart space with all that pain and trauma and shit is calling in whoever you call in romantically so if you notice there's a a repeated pattern with the people coming towards you you're gonna be like wait a minute what what's what's really going on here what's really the problem here what what am i you know what's the common denominator and you will always be the common denominator um to everything coming at you from your soul level um and it's hard to (laughs) you know you'll always be the common denominator in every situation and I, i i would always bring very distant men And then I realized my dad was a very distant man. They're the daddy issues. My dad wasn't someone who knew how to show his love. He wasn't someone who expressed his love. Literally damn near every man that I've like messed with has been someone that is someone who cannot, you know, show those emotions, who cannot express themselves in that way. So you start to look at your lives and take that step back and go, oh shit damn, I'm dating, you know, I'm dating this way. Or if you're, if you, your heart's been broken, most likely you're going to call in people who are not open for love because you're not truly open for love. You're deadly scared. Yes.
1: You're traumatized, you that- know? And then you got to be careful because then you can end up pushing out that's why you got to heal your heart space because yeah. the people who come into your life really that's good for your heart space you have to tend to push them out because they are yeah. able to give you this raw and uncutness that you yeah. ain't ready for and if you don't put ego down yeah they have been in you'd have been and thought they trying to ruin you but really they trying to help you and you end up missing out on yeah. good because you not healed so yeah. that's why it's important to be healed because some of these men will come and they got their stuff together but and we don't see it. See it. And they'll right. be like, stuff, and you can talk to them about everything and they can give you what you need to hear. And it don't hurt. It hurt, I mean, it hurt. It don't be feeling good. It'd be hurting and you'd be like, why would he say that to me? But right. because he's in that place that you need to be, but you're not ready. right? right. So that- so many levels to it. because I've seen it. I've seen it.
0: I've had, I think I had this one particular dude I remember, and he said something like like that to me, and I was like, the fuck you mean? You know what I mean? Like, and, but a man who is truly healed and ready to love can Mm -hmm. spot a damaged woman from a mile away. We don't know it because we're still in the energy of being damaged, so Mm -hmm. you're still operating from that that space and you can miss a good man because yeah. you are still in this very hurt place playing mm-hmm. games it's the same thing we talk shit about the other side but we're still playing those same games mm-hmm. and then when you get someone who's decent and isn't full of those games you start fucking playing them you start doing dumb shit you start mm-hmm. not calling or not answering your phone or catching the attitude on dumb shit you know or it's, it's just the, the level of, it, like I said, this past couple of years for me, I've like, no, I, I need to heal. I need to heal and grow because I want real love. I want something that's strong and it's beautiful. I don't want something that's games and bullshit and
1: arguing. Like who the fuck want to be arguing? Because <laughs> My house is so peaceful. Like my kids even tell you like the only yelling that be going on is some kids in my house. We don't wake up to yelling. We ain't got nobody fussing and screaming at no. us nobody waking up angry, just right. bad at the world just because you right. in the world, like right. right, telling you peace is something you just, you can't like, you. it's something you just can't replace.
0: You know, once you get there, it's hard to come back. And I remember I started to say that to guys like, you're not in competition with other guys, you're in competition with my peace. Because yes, I might look at you and I'm gonna look at my peace because I've been a single woman for a long time. And if you look like you ain't coming with the same kind of piece that I already got, like you you starting to get on my nerves. If you calling my phone way too many times, if you asking me where I'm at and I just told you I was in the store, it's a no. It's a no for me.
1: (laughs) Don't even live by?
0: (laughs) Like what? I remember in 2019, this one guy I had tried to date uh, and it was like for a month. I think it was like 30 days, girl. (laughs) It was like about 30 days. it was for about 30 days if I'm not mistaken but I remember him just constantly in my phone calling me and I was like okay I'm not that girl I'm not that girl who wants her man like if we just talked and we, you know and then you're calling me again you're calling me again you're calling me again you want to be on the phone with me while I'm driving home from work and I used to work in a in a medical office so I was constantly on the phone and I'm like look I'm constantly on the phone I don't want to be on the phone again and people will mistake that like I don't I'm not the person who wants to talk 20 million hours. Like I'm, I'm more of a, like, let's chill, silent. Let's, let's be with each other and have that space. But I don't want to be, yep, yep, yep. On the phone with you all the time and all day. I don't know why people do that, but anywho. So it was like constantly calling, calling, calling. And then, um, like I would, you know, go see him or whatever. And then it was just like, Oh, I got this other room and you could come set up and do your tarot there. And it was just like, what's, Mm, i got my own place like i'm not just gonna come and like move in with you like what's wrong with you you. (laughs) so i think you just gotta kind of like my thing is like look if you are gonna take away my piece and if you're gonna be up my
1: ass then we're not gonna we're not gonna make it i'm gonna make it and just like and when when people tell you stuff listen to it like even i think of like little things like tell me like yeah I'll ask them about their past relationships and I'm like, oh, all your past relationships, you moved in with them. Right, right, right. Exactly. You live with them or you live at home. Oh, you had a place, but then you lose them. Like, so, hmm, why? Like, you got to really, like, evaluate stuff and set back, like... Right. And I'd I be telling myself, like, geez, why are you like this? But it's to protect yourself. It really it's is.
0: It's true. You got to ask questions. Because if, if you are talking to someone and they're like every ex was a bitch. Every mm-hmm. ex was crazy. <laughs> every, <laughs> every ex tried to like, you know, get pregnant. Every You know what I mean? You got every- multiple baby mamas. And, and the thing, it, one of the one of the things that I do, um, look at women and I, I will say this and a lot of women gonna hear this and get bad and I don't give a fuck. But when you're dating a man who don't take care of his kids, you foul as fuck for dating this man. I don't think any man that doesn't take care of their kids should have any woman that looks at them as an opportunity or an availability. Because if he don't take care of his kids, how the fuck he gonna take care of yours? Why is you he know? taking you or yours? Why? That part. Because the second y'all break up, you think this motherfucker gonna be
1: stepdaddy tomorrow? And that, that, was, that was another hard ass pill I had to swallow from my marriage because I forced him to be a father with his children. I like, i made at a point, like you call the kids, you checked on them, right? They, like I made it a point. So yeah. when some things happened, when I left, my sister even said like, why are you so surprised? And right. it, it hurt, but it was like, um, yeah, right, sis. Why are you so surprised? You forced him right. to be, you know what I mean? He might right. not look at but look at what you're going through now. You've been gone right. and the man, he don't even want to stop by your house because of his ego and he mad. So it's true. It's patterns. It's
0: patterns. My daughter father was the same. He had a son that was older than my daughter and I used to be on his ass all the time. Go get him, go pick him up and blah, blah, blah. And then, when it was all said and done, when he wasn't a father, it was just like, I was so pissed off because I was like, you promised you would be there for her. But it was like, why am I surprised? Am I surprised? Why am I surprised? When I met him, he was playing daddy with somebody. You know what I mean? Like, you, it was just like, ding, ding, ding. This is a pattern with this person.
1: Yeah. Why am my- I it's gonna be different with my daughter? <laughs> My sister be like, why are you so surprised? And it, it hit my every time it hit my feelings like, because our <laughs> ego, right? We talk about women's ego says, oh, I'm different.
0: No, baby. I'm different. My kid is different. No, nah. <laughs> no, it isn't. Men show you, and that's the, that's the kind of conversations you need to have. And I always question because once the men start saying that their baby mama's crazy, and I'm like, mm, okay okay she crazy you know what i mean i don't believe it i don't i don't believe it i'm like let me meet her you know we got that serious i'll meet her before i take your word for it because i don't believe that every baby mama is crazy you know and i'm sure my baby daddy used to try to make it seem like i was keeping his daughter from him but i never did he to this to this day still talk shit as if i took her away and it's like when were you ever blocked to be a father Mm. so these are the patterns, these are the conversations and people will tell you who they are in conversation if you listen. Real but true. if you think you're going to be more special or your pussy going to have them like so whipped on you that you know, no matter what they've done in the past you're going to have it better baby girl
1: <laughs> No, 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 do, no, no, no They'll fall into some old pussy no matter how what yours do girl they, they'll fall into the next one Right we, we got you got to
0: do better on dating because, yeah, I, I will not date a man that don't take care of his kids. Oh. Um, I don't date. I don't date men like that. I have a distaste for men like that. So if you're a man who doesn't take care okay. of your kids, I mean, I do. Hey, girl. Uh-uh. <laughs> Ain't going to be like, oh, I don't care how you look, how much money you have.
1: None of that. <laughs> Just drop it. I love you. (laughs) The male lady. Oh, yeah.
0: You got to have some standards and you got to have some morals in looking at their relationships, looking at the way that they handle their kids and their baby mom. Because I feel like you and the child's mother, y'all got to raise these kids together. So Mm -hmm. I want, I would rather a man who has a good relationship with his kid's mom And does it ain't cussing her out and talking shit because that's you showing your kids disrespect. I would prefer them to have a good relationship and know how to co-parent versus wanting to be the woman on the other side and fighting over kids. And you see all of this craziness uh, going on in the relationships. And it's just like, for what? And I've seen that on my brother's side. I have watched that and them fighting over the kids and kids being in the middle of the, you know, of the in the middle of it all and them having to deal with the constant, none of the parents are getting along and everybody hates each other. I'm just like, when you see that, you as an adult have to make some decisions. Like, is this the best person for me that I want in my family that I want with my, you know, I I would never... Mm -hmm. There's some there's some things about men I'm not dating. I'm in my forties too, so mm-hmm. in my forties I'm not dating somebody who's broke. Like if you have no job and you broke, I'm sorry, we we can't yeah. date.
1: I can't build a man right now. <laughs> I built one. Been, I can't. I, I can't. I'm, I'm. I. I just can't. As much no. as a heart, my heart, where who who I am is a nurturer, and I would love to help. You get to that next level and whatever, and tell you all the things I know about becoming an entrepreneur. But I can't build a man right now. Like, no. mm -mm. Like, no. I can see see coming together to build
0: up from where we're at. But no, I
1: ain't building no man. No, No, you need $3, I can't help you. Like I told this one guy, I said I just don't believe that guy's gonna send me a broke man, and he was like, "Why would you say something like that?" And I'm like, "It hit it hit it hit something in him, right? Right? (laughs) Because it's like." I,
0: it's a difference between being with your man and something happens and you're going you're gonna to hold your man down because if shit happens, just the That's same, if it happens with you, he would hold you down. That's a different story. But we talk about dating. In the dating world, I am not carrying a broke man. I am not dating a broke man. I remember I went on this date with this one dude. Uh, and this was years ago, but he, we went to IHOP, right? Which was like a, a two for 20 meal or some shit breakfast, right? this motherfucker had the nerve to get mad because I didn't offer to pay for it and then like I thought it, I thought we were pretty cool but then when I was driving home then he decided to text me and tell me he was mad that I didn't even offer to pay the tip and I was like if you wanted me to pay my $10 portion you want me to cash app you right now I will fucking cash app you $10 <laughs> I was like I will cash
1: app you No, I don't need it back then why the fuck are you texting yeah, are me the- about it <laughs> And that's why I understand some of these women who say, like, when they go on the first date, they pay. I'm not paying. I'm sorry. They can do what they want to do see but, I would pay if you if you're upfront with me and you yeah.
0: like look I, I'm not into paying because you know dates get expensive I get it men are normally paying. I get it because that's what the dude tried to say about oh you know how many dates and how many girls and I was like I don't mind paying my own way because I'm not a broke bitch okay but at least let me know don't just be like let's go out and then you offering
1: it and then you're going to come at me like I'm the I'm the cheap one no. You said, unless we talked about this, when the bill come out, I'm doing this.
0: <laughs> like, I like... I,
1: I'm not one of those modern women. I like yeah. the men to pay... <laughs> yeah, and I have... Like, you want me to pay the tip? But I also get a feel for guys a lot of time before. Like, we even get to that point. And some guys are very... Like, and it's crazy because the, young, the older men... These younger men are coming a little harder than the older men and it's crazy mm-hmm. to me, but right. they really have this air about them. where, like, no, I got you. This one dude, he had took me on so many nice dates and I was like, I just want to take you somewhere nice. We stopped talking, I think because my strongness of like I want to take you somewhere. Right. He did know how to take it. Right, right. And it's like, like I said, I don't have a
0: problem with paying my way. I don't have a problem with paying my side because I get it. You know, the shit gets expensive, but don't just assume I'm paying shit. Cause no, I'm not that woman. I am not going to just offer to pay shit. But if we talked about it and you like, you want to do where I pay my own. Okay. I got it. You know, let me know that in advance. But yeah. I can't stand someone to just assume and you you know the thing is I am that I'm that woman who wants to be treated. Yeah. So I'm not going to offer to pay for
1: nothing. And to be Hey, i might not come back on the first day. And I'm just being honest only because I've learned that I like this. One thing I have learned about myself real fast, I like this sense of what I did have with my ex is I like this sense of security. So like right. That's important to me because I'm a very strong woman at nature. So right. I need someone who can handle me. So if we go into the first date and you talking about you got your half, like right. you can turn right. the moon off. Like if I was <laughs> gonna be hot and ready on the first date, it ain't no more. Yeah, I think that's that's too, it's like, I
0: already do so much and I'm in charge of my life that when i on a date, I just wanna have that treat. I want someone to like take control and, and like do those that's things cool. and let me not have to be worried about any of that. I just that's chill fun. and calm and vibe. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm like, there's there's just a lot of things and red flags, y'all. There's a lot of ways to look at dating. There's a lot of ways to have conversations. I think you need to have conversations even sexual conversations. I think you guys need to open that door. A lot of people are like, oh, you shouldn't talk about sex. You, I didn't say have sex with the person on the first date, but you definitely can talk about it because I want to know, is there any kinky shit? Because I always say this, like people don't, that's why a lot of people, there's cheating and all this stuff because people got all of these fantasies and you know, shit that they do, but they're not vocal about it. And it's just like, I'm gonna let you know if it's something that I'm not interested in doing because I pretty much know what I like and what I don't like at this point. I'm not really into trying a bunch of new shit sexually. I, I literally have my, my, my stuff that I like. So if you start telling me some crazy shit, I might be like,
1: I'm sorry, I can't help you. So why are we gonna continue to date? And see, and for me being a single woman, I, I discovered that I'm actually into a lot of kink and fetish things Right. I'm like, okay, so this is something I'm gonna eventually have to talk about with people because yeah. like, I I enjoy kinky type shit. And a lot right. of men gonna be the fuck off about this or I I will end up cheating on him because I didn't discover this part of me if I don't right. be honest, you know what I'm mean? saying? Right. Right. And and that's and that's one of my biggest points is that
0: people are scared to say what you like, but there's people that like what you like. That's the thing. It's about finding the person that has those similar likes. You not being afraid to say, look, I like anal beads. OK, you like anal beads, you know, doesn't mean I'm going to do it for you. You know, that might be something that I, I'm like, you know what? No, I've I've never done anal beads with, you know, like, no, that's not my thing. And, and i always talk about this one particular guy this is of course years ago because i'm talking about years ago because i ain't been in the game but this dude had a weird fetish and it, so he's seen some shit on on porn and had this weird ass fetish it wasn't even sexual and i was just like yeah no this is a turn off <laughs> like yeah no 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 nope can do, do it, I'm done. You know what I mean? Like, nah, I'm good. So I think people, you guys gotta have a conversation because if you just like, um, like toes. I don't, I don't, I'm not into that. I'm not into toes. So for me, that's a turn off. Like if you trying okay. to suck my toes and shit, nah, I'm I'm good. I'm I'm done. <laughs> but I, I feel like you gotta have those conversations because if you're talking to someone and someone is like, ooh, I just love you're gonna be like, damn, no, we can't do that. Cause if that's what you need and you mm-hmm. love that sexually, you get off on that, I can't provide that for you. You're gonna you be looking it? for the next person. So why even keep going? And I think we fool ourselves in that way to keep trying to be with someone when we don't, we're not compatible. It's like you're not compatible sexually. How are you guys supposed to make it? You're mm-hmm. not compatible on life choices. How are you supposed to make it? You sit down with someone, like, you a Democrat and the other one's a Republican. I don't see how y'all gonna make it.
1: I guess real. I don't even see nothing together. Like you know I, it's together, but not no, nah, you ain't gonna <laughs> you, um, there's this show called, I
0: don't know if it's Blind Love or Love is Blind. My daughter was watching it and she had me watching one episode where these people just talk and they fall in love supposedly. And then they were kind of, at the aftermath, these people are about to get married. And then they sat, the girl and the dude were sitting with the, with the family and they were having a conversation and abortion comes up. Now, mind you, these people have talked like every day why abortion didn't come up in the conversations of when they were talking about life and love and falling in love with each other, don't ask me. So now the subject of abortion comes up and the they talk about um, if the, you know, how you can get testing to see if your child has Down syndrome and stuff before. And so that conversation came up and the girl was like, I would, I would terminate the pregnancy. And the dude's like, what do you mean? You know, like he starts going off like they don't believe in abortion and this, that, and the third and blah, blah, blah. And and she actually is someone who works with Down syndrome Um, people so she's like you don't understand what they go through you don't understand the families you don't understand and she's like what I've seen I would not carry a a child and that's her opinion right but he and the family was just like getting on her about it they were all against her like kind of attacking her like if she was just this monster and I was like see this is the conversations y'all need to fucking have this is serious stuff in life that is a game changer you know no matter what you believe in and this isn't a a for or against it's just these are the things you should talk about because when you notice some shit could come up you could get pregnant and then you're like oh shit like we didn't even talk about this we didn't even Mm -hmm. discuss what will happen if if this happens you know
1: yeah Yeah. and I know for me right now I'm like anything whatever it is it gotta go (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I don't even believe in it and that sounds so even saying it I just thinking like damn like that could literally happen like anything can happen anything is possible right right and it's like, I don't believe in that but it's like some things change your mind where you would be like oh shit I can't yeah
0: do <laughs> sex is sex and if you still got <laughs> organs that could produce I mean it's there <laughs> Yep. If you don't understand how the other person thinks about that situation and you don't have those conversations, then you're wasting your time when it comes to dating. And I think if you're dating with a purpose and intention... Be intentional with your conversation. Be intentional with your words. Make sure that you are not just talking about the bullshit. Talk about real shit, real life shit. How do you feel about homeless people? My thing is how people treat people. So I like yeah. to see how do you treat people when we're out? How do you talk to the people who bring our food? The waiters, the waitress. You know, how do you speak to people when we're moving? Are you an asshole or are you kind? You know, how do you treat the homeless people when you see them? What do you have to say about stuff like that me because i'm looking for someone who's kind-hearted someone who's kind-hearted and cares and i think if you do that you're gonna start to see a pattern how does this person speak to people how do they vibe with people how are you what's the vibe with this person while you're out and about you know is this person sitting on their phone are they attentive to you because if y'all on a date and this motherfucker's all on their phone how interested are they with you yeah none because a man that's interested in you is going to be looking at you. it's going to be talking to you. So I think people just got to remember, have fun, but be okay to ask some hard questions. Don't be afraid to say what you want out of life. Like, take control. This is your life. And instead of being with someone that potentially is just like, yeah, we really
1: ain't going (laughs) to, you know? Yeah, it's always a bitch. Let's stop. Because then you feel so Defeated when you realize you've wasted so much time. Like, just stop wasting your time. When people show you, like, the realest thing people ever say, so when people show you their true colors, believe it. Like, right. nothing, nothing, if you're dating, nothing should be weighing you down. I don't know. Not dating,
0: like, no. No, I, I see it, like, I'll, I'll see, um you know, even like on the dating apps, you go on the dating app, and it's like, someone's like, oh, I live in the gym. I'm like, oh, you're cute, but no. <laughs> like, because we're not, we're not, we're not gonna match. I'm not in the no. gym all the time. So if you in the gym all the time, and then you start irritating me with, oh, you didn't go to the gym today? Oh, you didn't want to work out?
1: Nah. Mm-mm. Or the you choose the gym over me all the time. Like, <laughs> Because I, you know, I decided that, like, dates are a deal breaker for me. Like, it's really important to me. Like, I I enjoy, like, quality time, even if it's a walk in the park. Like, it's right. not... I, I thought it was negotiable, but it's non-negotiable for me. Like, right. I don't... But right. like you plan this day, even if we get carry out and go to... Like, I have to have that. Like, it. some people right. can live... I, I can't not not
0: me too i'm at that point where i will not settle for going and kicking it at nobody's house i'm not doing the netflix and chill um at this point in my life i don't want any of that i want i want something more than that i want to have experiences and so i've set the intention that anybody coming into my life at this point will be someone that i go out with now if we eventually get to the point of you know chilling at home then great but not at first you damn sure first date ain't gonna make at your house <laughs> you know we're not doing none of that else. to your house because it ain't no need what you doing what are we doing oh, he- and i think i want to do a bunch of lunch dates like let's just hit the, uh, lunch coffee yeah. just talk literally that's what i want to do like that's my intention like, so.
1: like we do a smoothie date and i was like yeah i like that like smoothie when i right. like, grab a smoothie right out, wasting this money if it don't work you know right right
0: it don't gotta be all fine dining, but um, but it's gonna meet the public taste, please.
1: I worth twenty dollars, thirty dollars to you, like a right. little quick, like ready for me, and that's right. just something I have. To do.
0: Right, and if you can't do that, then it's not worth it. Yeah, it's not worth you can't it. do that it's not worth it and so i think just having those those kind of like standards will get you in the right place if you seriously dating if you just looking to fuck there's tons of people that you could screw like sure. there's endless amounts of you know, people to screw I, with. Yeah, yeah all types of stuff <laughs> but if you're looking to get past that Someone's gonna let you know how how much you're worth. And if someone can't even take the time to meet you, they're not worth your time.
1: They're not. But that fuck, just fucking is very empty for us women. Like, it's not really. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. someone could be like, oh, I have time for you to come to my house, but I can't meet you somewhere to have a smoothie. But you can fuck on me? Nah, baby. Right. <laughs> like, we gotta be smarter. And again, women, we got an ego. And we've been letting our ego get into it and in our way. And then we tell ourselves the things that we wanna tell ourselves, like if we're special. And pussy is pussy. It is. You gotta, you if you wanna be special, you have to create the the standard of who you are and show people how to treat you. And I think that goes with dating and wherever else you are in this life of like, hell no, you ain't gonna just treat me like I ain't shit. What you think Mm -hmm. this is? So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. It's like, ah, no, we date. You can't even do a date. You
1: can't do a lunch, a coffee, a smoothie. And I'm overextending myself to you? Like, no, no. Then we don't need to talk. We don't need he's to, do to keep talking to somebody else. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, <laughs> I, I know we're like.
1: <laughs> no matter what, he, there's other people on the phone. He, he's good. Definitely, <laughs> you will get that booty call. You know what I mean?
0: It's you Um, I know we're way over an hour thank you so much for just coming on and uh, chopping it up with me about some real life shit I mean um, I will have your um, links in the bottom so you guys can go and um, check Khadija out and definitely go follow her go show her pages Um, some love you guys Um, any last thoughts you want to tell them about life
1: (laughs) <laughs> right, about life. Just stay true to yourself, stay true to your journey. It's your journey, it's not nobody else's. This is your journey. Stay true to it, leave the rest out. You stay true to your journey, everything that you need and desire is gonna come to pass, long as you're focused on your purpose. That's a big part of it. And I love y'all, per usual.
0: i love it i love it as always you guys sending you guys so much love so much light until next time bye